Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today's episode features my friend who's killed it in the industry and I'm really excited to, for everyone else to be able to hear her experiences and her ways of coping with everything. Hi. Hi babe, how are you? Good, how are you? What have you been doing? Like not much. <laughs> I've been so bored. So oh, you haven't been going out? No, not a, like have you? Uh, recently I've had to go out a bit just for work, but I want to go out though more. Oh, and then I also went jogging the other day. Oh, nice. Yeah. So this is Raisa. She's like one of my really good friends. We went to the same school yeah. together. Uni. <laughs> <laughs> yep, for six months. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Mm-hmm. What? So, do you want to like give a backstory and like what happened to you and like where you are now? Okay, sure. Um, in regards to professionally or in life in general? Um, like in life in general and then professionally. Okay, sure. Well, um, I would say that my uh, early teen years was pretty um, eventful and just like every other teen, I struggled with, um, you know, mental health issues, depression, anxiety, all these things. And um, yeah, the environment I was in in Malaysia wasn't the best for it. Know mm-hmm. what I was going through, what I was experiencing. And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, this sent me on a certain path where I was exploring partying and clubbing and drinking and whatever else because um I was going through all these things and I didn't really know didn't really have much exposure or knowledge about what I was going through so um you know embarking on this journey where I was partying and doing all these crazy acts it uh landed me in some very crazy situations so um should I continue to say? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so dramatic. Okay, so um, all my life choices in my early teenage years led me to ending up in a drunk driving accident when I was 17 years old. And this accident ended up with me being paralyzed. But um, fortunately, my recovery was quick. And um, yeah, I'm very thankful for that. But um, it was my series of bad decisions that basically ended up in me, you know, being paralyzed. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And then um, after that, uh, I still made bad decisions after recovering from my accident. And um, yeah, and I had another, should I say everything? Is it like, yeah, I mean, like, just talk about, like, all the things that you went through and just where you are, like, right now, really. Because, sure. like, you've, like, 
done like so much for yourself and like I'm so proud of you because you've like you've become such a confident person like along the way like I know you dealt through like a lot of stuff so yeah I mean just tell everyone everything that happened (laughs) so yeah um after my accident and after my recovery I was still like going into the world of partying and drinking because obviously I did not know how to heal mental and emotional trauma. So uh, that ended up with me being in a treatment center in Thailand when I was 17 to 18 years old. So um, in this treatment center, you know, I was basically just rejuvenating, recuperating and healing basically. And, um, you know, trying to find my way back on my feet because I felt like at 18 years old, I had nothing while everybody else was, you know, doing well in school or sports or life in general. And I basically felt like I had nothing, you know. So um, so in this treatment center, you know, I had a lot of help and I was healing myself and everything. And then this, like the emotional support that I got in that treatment center allowed me to pass my high school exams and, um, and apply for university. So I applied for university at Royal Holloway and then I went to university in 2018 and then, you know, it wasn't really the best space for me because I still maybe wasn't sure of my aspirations. And, you know, my perseverance was pretty low, I would say. So yeah, during the course of the of my uh, year, I dropped out and I wanted to actually start working straight away. So um, I'm very thankful because I had people around me who were Forex trading. And just the notion of um, investments and passive income and everything, I was always quite interested in business. So I wanted to experience it firsthand. So I did experience it. So I dropped out April 2019 and I started Forex trading. And um, the whole journey for about six months, you know, I was um, not stabilized at all. I went through moments where, you know, obviously I had no money and all these things. And, um, but but thankfully in six months, I was able to stabilize. I was able to basically make the next right move, which was um, interning at banks. And then when I interned at banks, I got job opportunities and career opportunities uh, in real estate. And then, um, yeah, so then now, maybe a year later, I'm doing investments and then real estate, and then um, I'm continuing my education online. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> what was so exciting about like going into the business world, and like what made you fully decide to commit yourself to focusing on that? Well, I didn't feel like I was excelling in university, you know, and I felt like I had a lot of potential that I wasn't able to basically, what's the word? I wasn't able to reach in university. So yeah, but that's me personally, but for other people, it's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So. When did you decide you were like, okay, I'm going to stay in Malaysia and focus on like doing this and then hopefully I'll like branch out and go to like countries around Asia and like hopefully like overseas. Like, did you make that decision purely because of like your family and you wanting to be near your sister and your parents? Um, yeah, I actually made the decision due to the job opportunities that I had here more so than London you know so yeah and I actually prefer being in Asia right now and I do feel that the opportunities here uh, are much more than if I would have stayed in London mm -hmm. so. yeah so like the lifestyle changes that you made and like your relationships with your friends like what made you realize like who was there for you for you and like who was there for you to make sure that you became the person that you wanted to become um i would say for me personally i had people along my journey that have helped me get you know uh steer onto the right path but i feel like the progress i've made is mostly just me by myself. I mean, because people come and go in my life. So that's just what I've realized for me. Yeah. I mean, like, that's pretty good because I think that when it comes to being able to like fully commit yourself into doing something, like you need a good group of people around along the way, but obviously like you have, like everyone has their fair share of dealing with like people who aren't really healthy for them, like what would you like recommend people doing if they have to like deal with that? Okay, well, firstly, it really depends on who is negatively affecting you, you know, whether it's your friends, whether it's your family, and for each one that's negatively affecting you, there's different ways to go about it, you know, so it's really dependent on the situation, but you just have to see how you feel after you talk to someone, after you hang out with someone. If they make you feel worse about yourself, just cut them off. Yeah. I think it's like really hard for people to do that. Like I know like when we were at Royal Holloway, like I know that like we both felt like it was such a small bubble and like it felt like really like not so much like it was a bad place to live in but like I think that's why me and you especially would go out to London like a lot more because like we needed space like yeah. what would you recommend like people doing like if they feel like they're in that same situation like how did you handle, handle yourself during that time <laughs> well okay my choice with obviously leaving the whole university the campus everything um I don't know if everybody else would be able to do that but you know if you feel like that if you feel like you're in an environment where you know you're not really getting along with anybody you know you're not reaching your highest fullest potential find an alternative that works for you and for me it's obviously working and also um like obtaining my online degree at the same time but for other people it may be something different, like finding an outside community if you can't leave university, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, If you want to, like, explain the Forex industry and, like, 
a brief <laughs> statement <laughs> and like so people can understand what it is really because like I know like some people who will listen to it might not understand mm-hmm. so uh when I first started becoming a forex trader in the foreign exchange market it's basically like the stock market but it has um higher volumes and um yeah and better spreads and everything else anyways so um i chose the foreign exchange market because there were people around me investing in that market so um yeah i started off being a trader and i was investing in currency pairs and indices and basically you profit off off the exchange rate between two currency pairs okay it sounds really um complicated but i swear like once you're in investments and everything it's really you know you get you Mm -hmm. get it quite easily okay so yeah it's basically just like the stock market but there's just uh some differences and i chose the foreign exchange market due to um systems that i founded with some brokerage firms in malaysia which allows Mm -hmm. me to make income monthly so that's why i chose the foreign exchange market but in the future i am going to you know invest in stock market and everything else but uh forex is a good start but i would say obviously with this pandemic it's not the smartest time to invest but um yeah (laughs) so but yeah that's basically what forex is it's just a foreign exchange market and there's different things that you can invest in depending on, you know, your knowledge and depending on, yeah, so. If you had to, like, talk to yourself when you were, like, younger and, like, going through, like, all the, like, going through, like, depression, going through, like, anxiety and just, I guess, like, not really knowing, like, what you really wanted to do, like, what would you tell yourself? Well, I would say that it's really all about perspective, you know? Mm -hmm. When I was going through um, depression and everything, it was really because of my, you know, I was going to to Garden International School. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know why, but depression there was some, like somewhat glorified in a way. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know, like I don't understand it, but I think it is normal for people to go through depression and everything. But I would just tell myself like, to tweak my perspective really because there's so mm-hmm. many things to be happy about you know yeah. so it was really that if I could just see things in a much more brighter way especially when I was younger I would have mm-hmm. avoided a lot of catastrophes that that transpired but um it's okay it's a learning experience so yeah yeah I get what you mean when you say like depression was kind of glorified because I think with our generation in particular like mental health was such a big thing because it was like been shown on like social media and like tv so you're seeing these people going through these like certain things but then it confuses yourself with like whether your life is going okay so you tend to like yes yeah you tend to like not really see the like I guess like you confuse yourself and like it confuses yourself to the point where you are scared and then it comes with not being confident with yourself and then it goes deeper than that so I think like with 
us, especially since we're like we're both 20, it has definitely taken a turn on like who we are as people. But I think where we are right now, it just proves that like we had to go through that to be happier, I guess. Definitely for the lessons. Also, by the way, I'm not condemning mental health or depression mm-hmm. yeah, or anxiety at all. But yeah, I'm just saying that uh, we get a lot of, you know, exposure to depression, anxiety and everything. Mm But it should be, I feel like the knowledge should be given in a different way. Like, especially for for early teens, you know, not in a a fashionable way to, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm depressed. But it should be more like, you know, knowledgeable and helpful. Like, to, like, educate ourselves, like, really about, like, mm-hmm. what it is, what it is actually, like, not yeah, what not we see. Saying it without actually knowing the severity and what it actually is, like, a chemical imbalance yeah. in your brain. But we, like, you know, we were, when we were sad, we thought we were depressed. And then that's just what the confusion was, basically, you know, if there were just more um, lessons on you know, keeping your emotional health well, then I think yeah. a lot of things could be avoided. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was what was it like when you had to dealt with, like, I guess, um, criticism and, like, you trying to stay true to who you were and, like, I guess, like, pushing it till the end? Because I know, like, you have dealt with like your fair share of like critics and like it's because I'm not going to try and condemn people in Malaysia but like a lot of people here are very judgmental so mm-hmm. and quite close-minded so when it comes to I guess like being open and like just being true to yourself like I know for me like a lot of people have criticized the way that I've done things and it's driven and become like this massive like dramatic like issue like what would you say helped you deal with that and stay true to who you were that's a really nice question well actually it really it really affected me for many years like up till I was 17 or 18 or whatever but then once I started um you know, achieving my own personal goals, then it didn't really matter what anybody else said, because, you know, I was doing things that was working for me. And that's when I stopped caring, actually. So it's more so just achieving your own personal goals, like whatever it is, you know, you want to get abs, you want to make more money, you want to, and achieving those will make you not care about whatever anybody else is saying. So, yeah what was it for you like Mm -hmm. that really clicked and you were like oh my god I'm so interested in learning more about it and like continuing my education online because I I saw that you like going to Harvard Business School and you're gonna go online thank you well I mean it took time you know it yeah it was only after, it was only when um, I started working, actually, because before that, when I was still trying to stabilize myself and trying to find, like, what it was for me, because I, I knew that I wanted to do business, and I knew that I was interested in investments and everything, but uh, I didn't really have 
a foundation or platform and I wanted to get experience like right now, you know, I didn't want to wait. So, yeah, so once I started, you know, working at different companies, interning at different companies, then that's when uh, my confidence kind of built. And then after that, you know, getting the real estate opportunities and then doing my real estate negotiators course and then doing all these things and then helping other people invest and investing myself and just doing those things really helped me personally. Um, not care what anybody else says, mm-hmm. actually. It like gave you exposure into like really understanding like what you were going to do in the future and like where you wanted to be. Yeah. And finding what you love, you know, just really helps with that, that you know, injustice you feel within yourself when you're not really sure with what you yeah. want to do. So, yeah. I mean, like, you are, like, literally, like, the epitome of someone who's, like, doing their own thing. But, like, you're getting the, like, benefits out of it. And I think because of, like, where we are in this society, there's, like, so many, like, expectations, like, following that, like, systematic route where we go to uni, get a degree, go into that job. But like you're literally like an example of someone who can do something that they want to do and then continue their education. Like, what would you say to people who are like, I'm not really sure if I want to do this and I want to see if, like, I want to get experience first? Well, definitely have um, somewhat of a backup plan, you know, that if it doesn't work out. Like for me, um, I mean, my backup plan was like, basically the people around me you know the support that I had if the forex thing failed I would you know stay with those people and then they would help me until I uh, got back on my feet so just whatever it is that you aspire to do just make sure that you plan carefully you know but it's okay if it doesn't go to it would it wouldn't go according to plan but um but it's good to just make sure that you don't you know get into any unnecessary situation Mm -hmm. what helped you like have your balance and like stay motivated and especially during the coronavirus period because I know like my wife said like we message all the time so like we were complaining about like how this virus has like stopped us and like kind of like demotivated us like slightly like what was it with you that like helped you like balance everything and stay motivated um I actually got very demotivated in February you know and I didn't really want to continue because I wasn't reaping the results that I wanted to receive but then what really helped me was you know the social media detox I had that actually helped me like reconnect with my aspirations and make me feel you know good again actually so I was you know completely disconnecting from everybody and then just spending quality time with myself for a few weeks and then that made me actually just motivated again to start working so yeah and studying even so I mean that's like (laughs) great yeah but um yeah. yeah. Wait. What were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna ask. Are you okay? Because you had you had Corona. Are you okay now? I'm okay now. Um, 
Yeah, that was an experience and I don't really know whether to get into it, but um, I got corona because um, I was in contact with someone who had it, but then it was towards the like final stages where like I came back home and then I got tested at the airport and then I got tested at my house and then I found out that I had corona and then I had a breakdown and then I had to spend like Aww. six days in the hospital. But like... Okay. Yeah. Wow. I mean like during that experience like I think obviously like it's not a great one and like for anyone else who has it had it and is listening like it's not fun and yeah I mean I think for me and you we both obviously like we like to keep our roots we like to be back home in Malaysia but obviously like we do want that independence and want to be by ourselves like for us mm-hmm. yeah I mean yeah I don't know because like I do I do miss the little things about taking care of myself and being able to do things for my for my, for my own benefit really but I mean we're all stuck in the situation so we kind of have to deal with it yeah you have to persevere I'll be okay you know yeah what have you been doing like for work things like especially during corona um well the economy and the property market has been heavily affected so i actually was doing the ppe business for a while the medical supplies Mm -hmm. and then it got even more stressful so i was like okay enough and then i stopped working completely for three weeks and yeah and then now I feel much better but um for the you know for the investments I'm actually gonna wait a bit but um I may invest in e-commerce due to it being you know lucrative right now and then also it's actually not a bad idea to invest in some things due to it being a recession right now Mm -hmm. so it will go up later and you will profit but yeah I mean so yeah it's interesting for now so I'm just like and I'm just going to finish my um, course at Harvard mm-hmm. and then, yeah, continue to do my degree after that. Do you think, like, you would go, like, do you think you would go overseas to invest in, like, properties over there and, like, just, like, markets? Like, do you think you would expand or would you rather stay, like, around Asia? Mm. It really depends on the mm-hmm. opportunities that I get, actually. But yeah, uh, yeah. I would think that I'm just going to focus on Southeast Asia for now. And yeah. then later, I'll expand to Europe mm-hmm. and wherever else. So, yeah. So let's just, like, end off on taking a break from social media. Because I think for me it's so hard to do that because I'm like addicted to my phone and like I can't I don't have it in me to do it but like I know that you've done it like a couple of times like do you want to just explain like what made you like take a step back like what helped you do that like I guess like detox and like get away from everything well for me I took uh a lot of social media detoxes and one for six months because um sometimes there's no other choice like for me when um everything in my life is 
perceivably going wrong you know like i'm having trouble in my friendships relationships school you know like if there, if it's everything if there's a problem everywhere i feel like it's best to take a step back and then you know see things from a different perspective a more calm perspective and then you'll be able to you know come back and better you know so yeah that's helped me personally do you have like any tips for anyone who want to try doing it like what did you what did you do and like implement so that you could be able to like be stronger so okay if you feel like your life is too stressful and you need a break and you're able to take one firstly if you have not deleted social media before you should um first turn off your notifications okay for each app and then after you turn off your notifications and you're getting used to not seeing the notifications and getting that dopamine rush then um after that you move on to having your account but then you can delete it delete the app and then you go on it maybe before you sleep you know and then uh after that if you feel like those are not working then you know deactivate your app but then also have an alternative so i use youtube i use games and then after that uh i can ease out of not using youtube not playing games and then you're basically just free for a while yeah. off media and off the internet and everything so yeah yeah it's been so nice like talking to you cuz like i because I know, like, we have to catch up soon. Yes, but... we do. We do. Like, yeah. But this is nice. Yeah, too. like, normal. It's nice <laughs> to, like, yeah, I'd rather, like, hang out and stuff. But anyway, like, thank you so much. For thank you for having me. Being on the podcast. And, yeah. All right. Bye.